This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks. Where are we now? Let's go back to this military.com article. I'm just going to read you some more information about this podcast that occurred before we jump over to the paper it says here quote technology is accelerating and we are entering the fourth industrial revolution the biological revolution end quote emmanuel said okay you just heard it right there technology is accelerating and we are entering the fourth industrial revolution the biological revolution As I told you, the fourth industrial revolution is the merger of the physical, biological, and digital. Okay? Now, let me just go back because I want to reread something to you so you understand what is happening here. It says, in this week's episode of the show is called Left of Boom, Military.com's managing editor, Hope Hodgsack, talks to Dr. Peter Emanuel and Dr. Diane Dulius about a 2019 paper they co-authored for the U.S. Army, Cyborg Soldier 2050. So this Dr. Peter Emanuel is employed by the U.S. Army to write this paper because they co-authored it, Emanuel and Dulius for the U.S. Army. It goes on to say, the paper discusses a Defense Department Biotechnologies for Health and Human Performance Council study group that looked at emerging tech that could enhance human biological abilities across many areas of interest to the Defense Department. So this Dr. Peter Emanuel is hired by the DOD, the Department of Defense, to write a paper for the U.S. Army Cyborg Soldier 2050, okay? And then Emmanuel on the podcast says, technology is accelerating and we are entering the fourth industrial revolution, the biological revolution. He goes on to say, to some extent, we've already seen the integration of man and machine over many years in the use of pacemakers. Again, that's to tug at your heartstrings. To some extent, We've already, uh, we're already seeing mankind become more intimate with technology. Now, let me just break that down for you quickly before I explode. Okay, so you have Dr. Emanuel hired by the U.S. Army, by the Department of Defense, to write this paper to examine all of these topics, right, on the fusion of man and machine. And he's being very forthcoming here. So he's promoting the tenets of the World Economic Forum of Klaus Schwab's 2016 book, The Force Industrial Revolution, while he's working on behalf of the U.S. Army. And then he says, 
we are already like cyborgs, basically, the merger of man and machine, like pacemakers. We're already seeing mankind become more intimate with technology. Those are the words of Elon Musk. And Musk takes those words from Ray Kurzweil and from Dennis Bushnell, the chief uh, engineer at Google and the chief scientist at NASA, respectively. And so now you have this guy working for the U.S. Army and the Department of Defense doing a paper on super soldiers for them, the Cyborg Super Soldier 2050, okay, and promoting the tenets of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. All right, you see how it's all connecting? Now you understand nothing I talk about is really a tangent. There's just so many pieces of this I can go in 50 different directions at one time. This is why I told you I'm trying to touch on all these subjects for you to show you how complete the circle is, how far ahead the technocratic transhumanists are. So now they have this guy. It's safe for me to call him a transhumanist. This guy, Dr. Peter Emanuel, who's now working for the DOD and the Army to do studies for them on human merger with machine and how the military can utilize it. It goes on to say, senior leadership at the Pentagon hates surprises, Emmanuel noted, but they know that man and machine will be coming together. This guy working for them says this, Pentagon hates surprises, Emmanuel noted, but they know that man and machine will be coming together. The study and the paper are designed to tell the Department of Defense the kind of technology that may be coming and how it might integrate the merger of man and machine. Okay, and now you want to know why we delayed the Joe Biden executive order, because this stuff is already happening, folks. It's already in the works. You don't think that there are private companies out there doing gene editing, DNA splicing, building synthetic wombs, growing babies in labs, doing designer babies, putting brain chips in people's heads, mind uploading, building mind twins, Internet of Things, Internet of Senses, Internet of Bodies, smart cities, metaverse, and everything else we discussed. You don't think that's happening without the government's approval, do you? Just like some of the stuff Maria uh, covers. All these grifters and these psyops and these, you know, political entities. You don't think that's happening without the government's approval, do you? The government can come and shut down any operation it wants overnight. It does not care about the Constitution. It does not care about civil liberties. It does not care about constitutional law. It does not care about your supposed representative that you elected who calls himself a congressman or a congresswoman. They don't care about that. They could shut down any company they want. They could shut you and me down right now if they wanted to. So no one is running around building Frankenstein technology without the government's approval. These people aren't just talking about the merger of man and machine out in the open without the fear of the government locking them in an insane asylum unless they are sanctioned by the government to do it. And now you can see Dr. Peter Emanuel right there, just another example that I'm showing you of a mad scientist, a transhumanist, now working for the DOD to teach them about the technologies coming on the merger of man and machine. How they're merging technology with humanity. Okay, it goes on to say, one of the ways the military works to solve problems is through the use of blue teams and red teams. 
Yeah, it's Republican and Democrat. No, but uh, <laughs> very similar, folks. The blue team ensures they use technology as effectively as possible. The red team is designed to think like the enemy. The Department of Defense gave this red team a year to show the Pentagon what the cyborg future might hold and help the top brass get ready for it. The paper is the outcome of that effort, right? So you're supposed to believe that the military is just board gaming other countries using technologies of the fourth industrial revolution that merge man and machine, but it's really just so they could do research on it to figure out how to defend it by not using technology, no, no, that's not what they're doing. It says the blue team ensures they use technology as effectively as possible, and the red team is designed to think like the enemy. So the blue team is using the tech. The red team is thinking like the enemy. So the DOD gave the red team a year to show the Pentagon what the cyborg future might hold and help the top brass, the bosses, get ready for it. Well, we're getting ready for it because we're building it. We already know we're building it. We already have everyone on record telling us they're building it. They're they're doing it. I mean, it's not a surprise. It says, quote, what we wanted to do with this workshop was give it some ground truth, actually, said Deulius. That's the other writer with uh, Peter, Emmanuel. Quote, what's hype? What's real? What can we expect? What are we potentially going to see in the real world, in the military, in this time frame? End quote. But they didn't cover broad strokes of technology. They decided to focus on areas of most importance to actual warfighters and the willingness of those people to adopt certain technologies. All right. And that is where Dr. Charles Morgan fits in. Because as I showed you in yesterday's podcast, if you didn't listen to that, please do, that Dr. Charles Morgan, because we went into his background, I read his entire bio to you, part of what he does is he helps recruit, he helps the military seek out certain types of warfighters, people that are going to be, you would say, well, they're going to be tough, they're going to be like Navy SEALs. I believe, and we might see some of this later from Dr. Charles Morgan III, that they're seeking out people that are going to be willing to adapt to these technologies, people that are going to be willing and give a yes to the informed consent on being injected with way beyond steroids, but human modification, gene editing, DNA splicing, jabs and shots and operations, that they're going to allow CRISPR to be used on them to splice their DNA and fuse them in with Wolverine or whatever it is. And that's what they're talking about right here. You don't even have to read between the lines. You just read the various articles and the white papers and the studies and everything and the speeches and the lectures, and you just put it together and you go, okay, these are what they're all working on. Let's take something positive away from Dr. Charles Morgan. We're going to get back to him, but he had said that he has the ability to go into, say, a lab and look at the equipment they have, look at the studies they're doing, and he could predict exactly what technology they're going to build and if they're going to get there and when they're going to get there because they're working on strict operational command 
they have a goal, a task. And so if he can see what they have in the lab, he can definitely understand what they're trying to build. That's what we're doing here, folks. This is a science. You break down their various papers. You break down the quotes from all the people in charge. You look at the investors, where the money's going, where it's coming from. You look at the technologies they're building. You look at the companies they put out in the forefront that are there to normalize it, there to humanize it. You look at what they're saying on Joe Rogan's podcast, who's there to propagandize people and to normalize the technology and make Elon Musk seem cool. And then you put it all together and you can see exactly what they're building. You're not doing anything other than connecting and making a web out of everything they said and everything they're invested in and all the technologies they already have. That's all we're doing. That is all we're doing. It's not that difficult. I mean, you just have to have the time. I have the time. And you have to have a little bit of understanding of the blueprint, which I do because I've read Fourth Industrial Revolution and other books, so I know what they're actually trying to do. And then you have to have some investigative skills to go out and find this information to back up uh, the blueprint. And then you can start to predict what they're doing in the future. All right, so let me just finish this up because when we come back, I'm going to jump into the paper. It says, listen to part one of the future bio-enhanced super soldiers on Left of Boom. That's the show, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune in to new episodes of military.com Left of Boom podcast. And I said this weekend, I am going to listen to that. But if you're looking for it before I get a chance to cover it, because I've got a lot more pieces of this puzzle in this little mini-series to put together before I can go into depth in that, it's called Left of Boom. And you're looking for the show with... Uh, it's called The Future of Bio-Enhanced Super Soldiers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a quick break, have a sip of tea. When I come back, we're going to wrap this up for you, put a nice little bow on it, and send you on your way. And then tomorrow, we're going to get back to Dr. Charles Morgan. I promise I'm not going to open up with any of the super soldier stuff because I want to finish the Charles Morgan piece. And then that way, we can do a detailed breakdown of this paper I found, which then will bring us into Dr. James Giordano, which then will hopefully bring us back to Joe Biden's executive order. But you're going to see that the majority of what's in the executive order is stuff that's already being done because we already uncovered it all here at the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold and I will be right back. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks. All right. All right. I think we uncovered a lot during this show. A lot. That was a lot of new information. It's going to be a lot to absorb. But what I want to do before we wrap up this show is I'm going to show you this paper that Dr. Peter Emanuel and that woman uh, put together. And then I'm going to eventually come back to this because it's very, very important. Um. It really ties a lot of things together. And so let's review this quickly because tomorrow I, I'm going to jump right back into uh, 
the Dr. Morgan lecture, and I'm going to finish that tomorrow. I got to clear that off the desk so we can move on. But let me show you this. I'm over at community.apan.org. Okay. And this is the document. We got it for you. It's unclassified information approved for public release distribution unlimited and at the top header here it's got the u.s army logo and then devcom chemical biological center it says u.s army combat capabilities development command chemical biological center and this is uh, aberdeen proving ground maryland great it's near me. CCDCCBCTR 1599. It looks like a paper that would have came out. It would have been like in the movie The Terminator. It says, Cyborg Soldier 2050, human-machine fusion and the implications for the future of the DOD. Yeah, you heard me right. Cyborg Soldier 2050, human-machine fusion, human-slash-machine fusion. Let me repeat that. Cyborg Soldier 2050. Colon. Human slash machine fusion. We'd call that the merger of man and machine. In the words of Ray Kurzweil, we would call that singularity, folks. Human machine fusion and the implications for the future of the DOD. And this is written by Peter Emanuel Research and Technology Directorate. Scott Welper, Naval Research Laboratory, Washington, D.C. Diane Deulius, National Defense University, Washington, D.C. Natalie Klein, U.S. Army Medical Research and Development Command, Fort Detrick, right up the street from me. You've got James B. Petro, Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Research and Engineering, Alexandria, Virginia. James Giordano, Georgetown University, Washington, D.C. And don't worry, folks, because we have a lecture by James Giordano supplied to us by the great Maria Albanese, and we'll be getting into that shortly. But I wanted to introduce this first because Giordano is part of it. And again, I want to repeat this because it's very important, folks, as we're talking about transhumanism and the merger of man and machine. This is a document for the U.S. Army Combat Capabilities Development Command Chemical Biological Center, Cyborg Soldier 2050, Human Machine Fusion. (laughs) Okay. It says in here, the findings in this report, I will read you the disclaimer, folks. I want to be fully transparent. The findings in this report are not an official policy or position of the Department of the Army, the National Defense University, the Department of Defense, or the United States government. No, no, no. That's why they unclassified this stuff. Okay, so now there's a report documentation page. This is like a government form. It says form approved, OMB number 07041088. Okay, then it goes through the authors, performing organizations. Um, I won't read all that to you right now. Uh, Sponsoring monitoring agency, Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Research and Engineering. 
It goes on, uh, distribution, approved for public release. Okay, supplementary notes. It says U.S. Army Combat Capabilities Development Command Chemical Biological Center was previously known as U.S. Army Edgewood Chemical Biological Center. It goes on here, abstract, okay. The Office of the Under Secretary of Defense for Research and Engineering, Alexandria, Virginia, established the DOD Biotechnologies for Health and Human Performance Council. That's the BHPC study group to continually assess research and development in biotechnology. The BHPC group assesses scientific advances for improved health and performance with potential military application, identifies corresponding risks and opportunities and ethical, legal, and social implications, and provides senior leadership with recommendations for mitigating adversarial threats and maximizing opportunities for future U.S. forces, right? So right there now you get a little of the truth, right? It's for mitigating adversarial threats and maximizing opportunities for future U.S. forces. At the direction of the BHPC Executive Committee, the BHPC Study Group conducted a year-long assessment entitled Cyborg Soldier 2050, Human-Machine Fusion and the Impact for the Future of the DoD. The primary objective of this effort was to forecast and evaluate the military implications of machines that are physically integrated with the human body to augment and enhance human performance over the next 30 years. You heard it right, folks. You heard it. This is a government document on the merger of man and machine for military uses goes on to say this report summarizes the assessment and findings, identifies four potential military use cases for new technologies in this area, and assesses their impact upon the Department of Defense organizational structure, warfighter doctrine and tactics, and interoperability with United States allies and civil society. Okay, then it goes on some more information. Again, we're looking at sort of a government document here. Join us at pain.tv slash gold if you ever want to take a look at this stuff. Or dig it up on the internet for yourself. I don't know. All right. Uh, preface here. The work described in this report was started in September 2018 and completed in August 2019. So this happened under the Trump administration. It goes on to say the use of either trade or manufacturer's names in this report does not constitute an official endorsement of any commercial products. This report may not be cited for purposes of advertisement. Part of the work performed in this report was conducted when the U.S. Army Combat Capabilities Development Command Chemical Biological Center, the CCDCCBC, Aberdeen Proving Ground, Maryland, was known as the Edgewood Chemical Biological Center, ECBC. This report has been approved for a public release. So the only reason it's saying that is uh, part of it. Uh, was uh, performed was conducted when this new agency the ccdc cbc was called the ecbc so hopefully i'll remember that and as we review it then i will be able to remind you of that so it's not so confusing 
Uh, let's just read the acknowledgments. I mean, what the heck? We might recognize some of these names. The authors wish to acknowledge contributions from the following individuals. These would be great uh, side studies to do, by the way. Calvin Chu from the ECBC, Jason Git- uh, Gitlin, Brianna McNamara, uh, Alexandra E. Miklos, CCDC, CBC, Carrie Frank from the Pew Research Center, Washington, D.C., Rhonda Allen, Patrick Mason, Jason Alds, Jim Carney, Shawnee Cohn, Lisa Troyer, Zara Ahmad, Peter Carr, Joshua Swift, Mallory Stalker, Andrew Midzwack, Midzak, Wallace Patterson, Thomas Herzig, Dave Shepard, Rajesh Naik. Remember, all these people know about the uh, Super Soldier Cyber Program, folks. Merging Man and Machine. Lots of them out there. More than you'd imagine. Laura Reagan, Jim Sion, Edward Perkins, Linda Chrissy, Michael Grinsmeyer, or Grinkmeyer, uh, Marty Jet Tilton, Lisa Lott, Brandon S. Martin, Mimi Strand, James Giordano. Yeah, he's credited anyway. Uh, Deborah Taylor, Teresa Warfel, Ann Chever, Fritz Schultz, Jay Bucci, Stephanie Larson, Robert McCrate, Laura R. Brosh, Haley Nolan, Nancy Kelly Lofnane, Christian Whitchurch, Hal Greenwald, Eric Fried, Eric Erickson. That's interesting. Troy Alexander, Ben Lawson, and Jimmy Gallagher. I don't know. If you recognize any of these names for some reason, hit me up on social media or pain.tv slash gold or my email gold at pain.tv. Let's do the executive summary right here. A DOD Biotechnologies for Health and Human Performance Council study group surveyed a wide range of current and emerging technologies relevant to assisting and augmenting human performance in many domains. The team used this information to develop a series of vignettes as case studies for discussion and analysis including feasibility, military application, and ethical, legal, and social implication. ELSI considerations. Okay, ELSI is ethical, legal, and social implications. Ultimately, the team selected four vignettes as being technically feasible by 2050 or earlier. The following vignettes are relevant to military needs and offer capabilities beyond current military systems. Okay, Relevant to military needs and offer capabilities beyond current military systems. Number one, ocular enhancements to imaging sight and situational awareness. All right. Number two, restoration and program muscular control through an optogenetic bodysuit sensor web. Hmm. What's that? Number three, auditory enhancement for communication and protection. And number four, direct neural enhancement of the human brain for two-way data transfer. Folks, this is in the government document. This was sanctioned by the U.S. Army and the Department of Defense by some mad scientist transhumanists, one of which is out there on a podcast on military.com promoting the tenets of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. This is your government, ladies and gentlemen. You want to get into the Joe Biden executive order? 
which we will eventually do. But you want to get into that. Everybody's talking about that. Why aren't people covering this? Why aren't people covering this paper that came out of the U.S. Army, sanctioned by the Department of Defense, paid for by our government, on how to merge man with machine and how these enhancements could, could be used for the benefit of the U.S. Army? How about we talk about this? This document right here, it's completely unclassified. We don't need to get into all the conspiracy theory stuff about what the government may or may not do with the executive order that Joe Biden signed a few days ago, because the government is already doing this stuff right out in the open. They're researching it. They're developing it. They're hiring these quack doctors, these transhumanist weirdos to develop it right out in the open. Number four, they talk about direct neural enhancement of the human brain for two-way data transfer. That is what Elon Musk talked about, being able to send data packets back and forth, being able to upload programs into the human brain like in the movie The Matrix. This is what your government is working on. All Joe Biden's executive order does is authorize, normalize, basically, normalize the technologies that our government has already been developing, folks. Think about that. Direct neural enhancement of the human brain for two-way data transfer. Input, output, upload, download. That is the Neuralink. That is Elon Musk, folks. This is what your government is doing. Should you be concerned about this? Yeah, you should be concerned about this. Our military is developing this. They're talking openly about turning people into Incredible Hulk, sending them out into a battlefield with an Iron Man suit on, and whether or not he'll be treated fairly when he gets captured in combat for stomping on little children all over the place, and whether or not he'll follow commands, whether or not he will operate under the code of ethics. Although they want to make it ethical to turn him into Incredible Hulk in the first place. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. We will be back tomorrow with more of this and Dr. Charles Morgan III. Folks, sleep on this. Think about this stuff. Ask yourself, should the government be doing this? Should our government be doing this? Should they be hacking soldiers and turning them into Marvel superheroes? I would say turning them into Marvel villains, because if we're going to go down this path, then we are the villains. We have no moral high ground if we are going to start building genetically modified DNA spliced super soldiers. All right, folks. Seriously, have a good night. This is Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. You are listening to pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer generated dream world. Built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.